Hey y'all, what's going on? This is Shah. Welcome back to the channel. Thank you for being here. Today I'm going to discuss Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. One of the best films this summer. Definitely top five superhero movie. Definitely top five animated film. and Probably the best Spider-Man movie. The sequel uh it compounds a lot of the story uh, from the first film and builds on its strengths. So there are characters in there that you wouldn't think would be involved in any t way uh, in the sequel. The spot was always a, a like a joke villain. He wasn't taken seriously in the comics or by the people that created him. And with this film, what they did, uh, especially with with the great performance by Jason Schwartzman, it made this character a bit more threatening, uh, a, a, a angry person. You know, he he starts off he's he's goofy or whatnot, but he's he's in a really a really bad situation. And I liked how him and Miles were connected. For those who haven't seen the first movie, um, and yes, there will be spoilers. I I it's it's in the you know the. I'm reviewing it in the title, but, you know, I don't really do spoiler alerts anyway. When Miles and Peter B. were escaping from Alchemex and Miles threw the bagel at one of the scientists, that scientist was John Owen, who was caught in the particle accelerator when they defeated Kingpin and Miles blew it up, therefore hitting him with dark matter, creating uh, spots in his body, which, you know, lead to other places such as other dimensions or places in, in the world itself. And he wanted to let Miles know. And Miles kept telling him to this man's face, you're just a villain of the week. You ain't nothing. Boy, was he wrong, because this man is something, he is something else, and so much more. The movie starts off with Gwen Stacy in her universe, Earth-65, which is beautifully uh, colored in like a watercolor aesthetic with these pinks and reds and these blues and purples. And uh, they're, they're showing us how her Peter Parker essentially turned into the lizard to try and impress her and stop being bullied. Uh, during prom, she accidentally uh, kills him, not knowing it's Peter. The police, including her dad, Captain Stacy, uh, hunt her down. She is not really looked at as a hero in her universe, and I kind of liked how they brought that from the comics. I like how some of this stuff is pulled straight from uh, the comics, which I loved about that. Now, some people will say that, well, the movie is woke because they have a BLM pin and a protect trans kids flag shush hush relax you barely notice a pin and like i said it's it's just a flag uh just hanging in a room for probably like an easter egg or somebody out there watching the movie me personally i feel like those conversations should be left out of uh films especially kids films i feel like those conversations should especially with uh the protect trans kids flags or whatnot i feel like those types of conversations should be reserved for parents uh, to discuss with their kids and whatnot, because that that just leads down a, a bunch of rabbit holy stuff that people are gonna fight over. But as I digress, the movie was uh, really fucking fantastic.
um, straight from the beginning, Coyle Ray's self-love uh, from the soundtrack plays during Gwen's scene. And it's uh, honestly my favorite song on the soundtrack. Shout out to Metro Boomin. You definitely have me one more. Got that thing on repeat. She comes across Vulture, but this Vulture isn't from her universe. It's He's from a Renaissance uh, era universe, and he's his animation is drawn in like a in a, in like a parchment type style, like a sketch kind of thing. Like if you ever seen uh, a picture of like Leonardo da Vinci's drawings or designs for like the aeroplane or the I think it's called like the Dramatic Man or whatnot, it's kind of like that. And I thought that was pretty cool. And as that's happening, she ends along. She meets Miles and and Jessica Drew, who are played by Oscar Isaac and Issa Rae, and it's fantastic. They come in, they do the little banter or whatnot, and when Gwen reveals her identity to her father, he's ready to arrest her, and and I'm like, well, damn, my heart dropped, broke my heart, honestly. They take her in, she's part of the Spire Society, whatnot, Wow, we cut to Miles. He's been Spider-Man for about a year. He misses his friends. Um, he's still drawn and stuff like that. Him and Genki are cool. Uh, not Genki. Is it Genki? I think it is Genki. Uh, Genki doesn't want to be his guy in the chair. He says that's a slippery slope. And I think he'll be reluctant, but eventually he might be the guy in the chair. Or he might not be. And I think that'd be okay. Either way, I think that was actually pretty cool. Just kind of subverting your expectations just a little bit and as miles is fighting the spot um throughout the bodega and stuff like that gets a call from his his parents text from his parents he has to be at like some type of meeting with his guidance counselor and the the counselor's played by i forgot her name uh she's she played debbie downer on snl (laughs) she's extremely funny and they kind of animated her character to look kind of like her Miles is missing class. She doesn't know him as a student personally, so she really can't say much about him as in what he likes and what he's into and what he's got planned for the future so far. Um, he's been missing classes. Uh, and and I, get, I get what they're trying to do. Miles is in a tough spot. He's a 15-year-old superhero, not only saving the world, but he's keeping his identity. And he, he, he hasn't told his parents. And his reasoning for his parents was not only different but like i said it 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 made me emotional most heroes when they are heroine and stuff like that uh their their uh their reasoning is for them not to tell their loved ones and their family because they want to protect their not only uh, protect their identity but protect those around them who they love whereas miles his main concern is if i tell my parents they're going to love me less and that I cried inside, like when he when he said that, like you don't even, you're not even thinking that you know they they can't be you know in danger or anything like that. And I and I kind of I I just I don't know I don't know how I feel about that. Like on one hand, I I find it like really like crazy that not in a bad way that that you don't think your parents will love you as much because you lied to them about being Spider Man, where me. Or some of the heroes are literally like, hey, I just want you to be safe. And that's such a like a teenage thing. Like and as a as a dad of a, a 13 year old, 
I, I, I get that. And that just made me realize, like, what is he, he isn't telling me or what is he afraid to tell me more? So, like, if there is there something that he's afraid to ask, he's got bottled. You know, it's 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 a movie, not just for the kids, but for the, their parents. And there are scenes with Miles and his parents that get really serious and it it gets a bit realistic and you're just like damn like that 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 is real like Rio his mother doesn't want him to go too far off (laughs) when he goes to school like he wants to go to Princeton because they have one of the best physics programs in 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 the world and it's in Jersey and his mom was like well Jersey's too far for those of you who know geography or you know, know anything about Jersey and New York City, they are not that far from each other <laughs> at all. And she's explaining to Miles, she understands that he's growing up to be this boy and he wants to do these amazing things. And I'm sorry, I'm I'm getting emotional. Um and this is the parent in me. And my mom has had these conversations with me as a teenager. And I kind of wish I listened more. She, When he goes out into the world, not only is he going to be the best person he is, but you never let anyone out there tell you that you can't do do something or that or that you're not good enough. You know, or or make sure that you never change when you're out there and you're on that journey. And boy, listen, I, I shed tears during this movie. And like I said, it could just be me. Could be because I'm emotional or that I'm a cancer or I'm a straight bitch. But fuck it. There are some really good writing and emotional beats. And with there's this conversation that Miles has with his dad while Miles is Spider-Man. So his dad doesn't know he's Spider-Man, but he's saying like Miles is is a smart kid, but he does a lot of dumb stuff and he just wants the best for him. Because from from Jeff's point of view, no matter what he does, he 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 can't make someone happy. You know, he feels like a failure and that that hit like they're like they they said some real stuff in this movie man they said some real stuff in this movie speaking of real stuff in this movie there's a cameo there and i'm explain later on in the video which which blew me away but as as you're dealing with the spot or whatnot um said miles is dealing with all this personal stuff uh captain stacy I'm not Captain Stacy. Jefferson is going to become captain in a few days. He's a lieutenant right now. And Miles didn't show up for the celebration. He was late doing Spider-Man stuff. He got the cake. But by the time the cake got there, it said, I'm not proud. It said, I'm proud. Like he said, he, he really thought this out. And Miles, like said, they had, they have an argument with, he has an argument with their parents. And he's like, whatever, whatever. Like and he, 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 he wants to tell them, but he doesn't know how without, making them feel like he he just thinks that they're they're gonna be ashamed because he lied and i get that you the first thing they're gonna get first thing that that most that most people do when a superhero unmasks themselves and let them know identity is that well you lied to me you know and i never fucking got that 
you're 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 a person with powers uh that for the most part are really dope and insane in power scale and then you're fighting these uh villains that can level cities uh countries states and possibly the planet or multiverse and instead of saying oh wow you're trying to protect me you're just like well you lied to me that's fucking stupid <laughs> that's that's just me though Gwen pops up uh, to see Miles uh, while she's on business. She's not telling Miles that she's there to to find and locate the spot. Even though she wants to see him, she's keeping something from him. And I I just kind of felt fucked up about it. Well, like, damn, Gwen, like... Gwen, like I said, Gwen's got her own stuff going on, so she she really can't go home or doesn't want to go home. Whereas Miles just misses his friends and he wants to be a part of something. And he eavesdrops on on Gwen using his invisibility. Turns out he found out that she lied, and uh, said so he meets everyone in Spider Society's uh, Miguel. Uh, Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew, Peter B. pops back up with his daughter in Mayday. I thought that was cool. She's a beautiful bund of joy. And with Peter B., his own thing. This man is a father now. There is hope for for Peter yet. This man rekindles his relationship with Mary Jane. He's got something steady going back home. Uh, he said, and, and Mayday is this redheaded ball of, of a spider joy. Now, everybody knows that what, what Miles' situation is, and they're not telling him. You know, Miguel, like, Miguel has essentially said that he, that Miles is an anomaly. The spider that bit Miles came from another universe. That universe being uh, 42. And when the spot pulled that spider from the universe there's a slight animation almost miss it where that spider was about to bite a young boy with french braids that boy was miles morales from that universe but more on that later he's telling him you you're the reason why the peter parker died in your universe you're not supposed to be spider-man you didn't deserve to be you know and and like i said he, he lured all these spider people out the lobby and stuff like that like he 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 fought his way out there, man. Like it was like an Assassin's Creed. Get to the hide in incognito. The you know whatnot. Like it, it was crazy. And he lets him know, like you can't tell me how my story goes. You can't make these decisions for me. I'm, I'm gonna do my own thing. And man, wow, that is actually like I said. This movie has some alone has some of the best writing compared to most of these films and TV shows that's came out in these past couple of years. When it came to his relationship with Gwen, he he's not fucking with Gwen right now. Gwen not only lied, but she kept things from him and things that she had no business keeping from him, especially when they pertain to his life. And when she goes to, to catch him with uh, her web, he pulls it off of him and he lets go. And right there, like my heart dropped and wow, it, it it was crazy. Now, when it comes to all these cameos, there's about 280 different spider people. 
some like I said, you just see they don't really have any like roles or whatnot like you have uh the web slinger spider-man who's played by uh taron killam you have uh ben riley uh the the clone of peter parker from the 90s who's played by uh the talented andy sandberg metro Boomin makes uh, a, a voice cameo as his own spider person uh there's a lego spider-man a lego sequence was actually animated by a 14 year old boy and i thought that was cool and then it came to the live action prowler played by donald fucking glover and i got excited and there's like you guys don't even understand without without donald glover there wouldn't be any miles morales Pusha, what do you mean well uh before andrew garfield's amazing spider-man they were in talks of you know, doing Spider-Man a bit differently, probably making him black. Donald Glover did a little campaign, started off as a joke, and a lot of people were really going for it and whatnot. But Brian Michael Bendis saw an episode of Community, I think it was Anthropology 101, where Donald was wearing a Spider-Man costume. And he pretty much got the inspiration for Miles from Donald and drew him essentially damn near in his likeness. And he also voiced him in, I think it was the ultimate tv show show it could have been spectacular but he did voice miles morales and i i'm saying all that to say is without without donald glover there probably wouldn't be a miles morales and i don't think a lot of people understand how how huge that is not only to comics but but to the culture that donald glover is definitely influential um hands down and oh there's spider by played by amanda seinberg and there's 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 gonna be i I wish all these characters get more parts uh do do i think that this is better than the first one yes do do i think that this might top the third one i don't know i don't know with the third movie and I, i i'll get to uh some more stuff later the third movie coming out i feel like my my theory is the third movie is going to be a direct uh directly going into a live action miles morales movie if they're going beyond the spider-verse i feel like there's going to be like a bigger threat uh in higher stakes and that this will force miles to to go into another universe or to start a new uh live action as after miles essentially has a spat with his 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 uh his little skibbity paps with miguel he he sneaks back into the society and he sneaks past buff spider bite activates the go home machine the go home machine since anybody who's not supposed to be in this universe or whatnot and send them back to their original one and it's based off dna scans for dna with the spider that bit miles being from earth 42 and that spider's you know blood being mixed with miles dna the machine read it as him going home to earth 42 so when miles gets there some things are slightly different there's the sinister six cartel uh there's no spider-man uh there's more crime He's, uh he he goes to tell his mom or he who he thinks is his mom everything i'm spider-man like he gets it off his chest hit she she doesn't know who spider-man is because spider-man doesn't exist in that universe but prowler does 
Uncle Aaron pops up. He's alive in this universe. He knows something's up. Uh, in comes Prowler, takes off the mask. Boom, it is him from that universe. He is Prowler. Um, and I think that's because there's no Spider-Man to offer hope or inspiration to be a beacon of light for good people. But also with Miles' dad's dead in that universe, Uncle Aaron's always, always had like that negative influence on him, that evil influence on him, which I thought was actually pretty dope. I don't... I don't really have anything bad to say. I just I just wish certain people had more camera time. And I kind of, especially Ben Riley. Uh, I don't know, because he, he, to me, I think Ben Riley is such, I feel, I don't know, I think, I think they're going to use these characters more as in the third movie with them creating uh, teams to, to find, one to find Miles and the other to fight the spot so miguel he uh recruited jessica drew and ben riley to go find the spot where gwen is she got spider punk uh spider-man india spider bite peter b and the original Spider People uh, from the first movie, Penny Parker, Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Ham, and I think I'm forgetting somebody. Hopefully I'm not forgetting anybody. And I kind of can't wait. This is going to be huge. And it differs a lot from the comics, whereas the antagonists were the inheritors were essentially a bunch of immortal vampire-like beings that, you know, feed on uh, spider totems. People who are spider people and... They're all connected by the web of life and destiny, and that's why most of them have a spider sense that can be reverberated throughout the multiverse. I'm I'm going to give this movie like a ten out of a ten out of ten. I enjoyed myself all around. the The story phenomenal. The art great. The premise dope. The casting. Fan fucking tastic. The next one, the next movie drops in May of next year. I will be definitely reviewing that. I also will be doing um, a bunch of more videos, probably dropping in the next week or so, because I will be going on vacation for about a week at the end of the month. I'm going off the grid, going to go camping with the family. So I'll be pushing out some videos. Uh, the next movie I'm going to review um, is The Flash Movie. Before you say anything... Flash is still one of my favorite comic book characters to this day. But like I said, I will be doing the Flash movie, um, Transformers, and some other shows and movies before I go on vacation. So look out for those. Like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Follow me on Instagram at comedian underscore Shah, S-H-A. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook, Shaw Mercurial, and catch the Spotify podcast, You're Welcome with Shaquem Green. The links will be in the description below. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.